I was hoping you'd say that. What is it? Leg of lamb with garlic, rosemary, and lemon. Great! Can't wait to see the look on Heather's face. Fond of her lamb, is she? Aye. But she's not so keen on the garlic. Heather faced Flush, sauntered into the kitchen with Remo in tow, his hands gently gripping her shoulders as though he was steering a scooter. It's awful warm in here, she said. Is it me, Anita? Do you have heat on? It's you, hen, said Angus, smiling mischievously. You're suffering from what they call acute remoitis. You should know by now the old Latin temperament is closer to boiling point than your own. If you're not careful, you'll end up with third-degree burns. It's not wrong, said Anita, laughing. I get a heat rash at least three times a week. Heather, embarrassed by the smutty juvenile japes, slipped silently into a chair, and sipping timidly from a glass of fizzy water, enviously eyed the feast before her, glancing up only occasionally to scowl at her husband as he continued with the innuendo-laden banter. By the time dessert was served, Heather, having conceded somewhat begrudgingly that the linguine marina and the roast lamb was nothing less than perfection on a plate, could abstain no longer, and willingly accepted a chilled glass of limoncello, which, much to Angus's amusement, she knocked back like a shot of tequila before requesting a refill, giggling as the intoxicating lemon liqueur numbed her senses. "'Take it easy, doll,' said Remo, smirking. "'If you carry on like that, I'll have to carry you home.' In your dreams, Remo Carducci. No, no. Taxi's booked for nine o'clock as normal. Good. Hey, Angus, I was thinking. Just yesterday, as it happens. Do you recall— Here we go, said Anita. Is it that time already? Do you recall that numpty who came at us with a crowbar one time? No, you lost me there, said Angus. Oh, aye, hold on, I do. Crawford was his name. Why did he come after us? You mean you can't remember? Dear God, is your memory going? The watches! Angus frowned as he stared pensively into space, before laughing out loud. The watches! Of course! Come on, then, said Anita. What's all this about the watches? See here, hen, said Remo, smiling as he reminisced. This Crawford fellow, he was minted, right? Silver spoon and all that, always wore a suit, anyways. He used to come all the way from Stirling to see if we had anything he could sell on for a profit. Hold on, said Heather. What you really mean is that he came to see what you managed to accidentally offload from the ship without anyone noticing. Aye, if you like. Anyway, as it happens, we'd a boat in from Sweden, and a part of our cargo was from a jeweller, and a part of the jeweller's shipment was a wee crate of watches. Halder, if I remember correctly. That's right, said Angus. I remember what the wee fortune they were. So we said we'd procure them for him, for a substantial fee, naturally. And was it, said Anita, substantial? Enough to buy my first car, said Angus. Morris Minor. Second hand. So what happened, said Heather? I mean, why the crowbar? Well, said Remo, we'd already taken his cash and arranged to meet him in the Harbour Road to hand over the goods. When we had, shall we say, a better offer. So we took that deal instead. So this fellow from Stirling, this Crawford chappy, he came at you because what? You Because you reneged on the deal after you'd taken his money. No, no. We didn't renege on anything, said Rima. We just supplied him with some alternative merchandise. Alternative merchandise, said Anita, smiling. And I wonder what that could have been then. 
roll mops, two hundred jars of pickled herring. He wasn't happy, I can tell you, said Angus, laughing. He was that mad, he came back a few hours later, crowbar in one hand and a wheel brace in the other, looking to scalp the pair of us. What did you do? What could we do? said Remo. We couldn't have called the police now, could we? I mean, he was in the wrong, and we were in the wrong. It was a dispute that had to be settled without the involvement of third parties. So come on, said Anita. Then I keep us in suspense. What happened? Well, said Angus, lowering his voice. We didn't fancy losing our jobs, or spending a week or two in the infirmary, for that matter. So, quick-thinking Remo here, took the fellow to one side and asked him if he'd ever heard of the Carducci family. The Carducci's from Sicily. The Carducci's who had a habit of making people disappear. You never did! I write